0: So Autumn, recently I've been working on editing the video from our 2019 trip. That was your first time. And the idea we had was that you would rate every experience that you had in Disney World on a scale of whatever to whatever. Mm -hmm. In doing this, I realized there were some things that you didn't actually rate. So I wanted to give you the opportunity now to rate these items. Oh, okay. Boat ride on the Sasagula River. Oof, that was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give that like a good four out of five boats.
0: All right. How about Disney Springs? Rate Disney Springs.
1: Oh, I'm going to give it four out of five shopping bags. Four out of five shopping Mm -hmm. bags.
0: Okay. uh, What about cast members at the Animal Kingdom Savannah Boardwalk?
1: Ten out of five tortoises, because there's a cool little tortoise we got to meet (laughs) meet that
0: was trained behaviorally. Okay. Your phenomenal world-class tour guide, in-room hotel chef, and travel partner.
1: Hello there my friends and welcome to the Easy Disney podcast a podcast where we talk all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness behavioral health and humor. I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker, and I'm Justin, a hyper nerd, travel planner, and a behavior analyst. <laughs> and together, we'll bet you 65 minutes in Andy's backyard that you are going to enjoy today's episode. If you do enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify. Um, we really do read the reviews on the show, and it means a lot to us. And leaving a review is as good as purch- purchasing an individual Lightning Lane selection <laughs> to our hearts. Um, so. Do Thank you to all of those who have done so, and for all of uh, you who will do so in the future. Today on the show, we are continuing with Lightning Lane Strategy. Uh, This time we're going to focus particularly on Hollywood Studios. We'll give some tips when we use our patented easy-disset algorithm to determine if Genie Plus would be worth it in our own individual circumstances. But first, before we get into that, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with the Raymond to my Evangeline Justin.
0: Hey Autumn, how's it going?
1: Good, good.
0: Great intro today. Well Thank done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I took
1: a lot of time on it.
0: Uh, so uh, Evangeline and Ramon, uh, we watched Saturday Night Live last week, and there was a there was a sketch. It wasn't quite <laughs> G level. It was pretty. No, it was not. But uh, it was a Princess and the Frog thing.
1: Yeah, which yeah, was hilarious. It was and pretty I'm funny. like, did you did, did you find out about it, or did you just stumble upon I it? I just
0: stumbled. Uh. Like I just stumbled upon it when I was watching it. it popped okay. up in my newsfeed the next day. But okay, Keenan as uh, Facilier was pretty funny. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I agree it was good It's on YouTube check it out I'll link it in the show notes there we go Alright so would you like to hop right into Highly Suspect Headlines Yes Alright let's, let's do check. it So here on the Easy Dizzy Podcast when we do news we do it a little different We do Highly Suspect Headlines mm-hmm. So I'm going to read headlines Some of them are going to be true Some of them are going to be fabricated And Autumn is going to go ahead and determine um, Which ones are true And which ones are false That's that's on her Yes. And if she gets them all right she's very proud of herself
1: yeah i'm very proud and i that happened two weeks ago and maybe a few other times
0: i'm just to clarify though i'm always proud of you because i know you try your hardest oh
1: thank i do i really do (laughs) all
0: right ready for the first one i feel
1: seen yes
0: (laughs) okay friend of the show katie denardi grant featured in usa today article
1: usa today article Mm
0: Mm-hmm. true it is true so yeah, she talks about her experience traveling to Disney World with her husband and daughter with special needs. Uh, Katie is a travel agent with Unlocking the Magic Travel, same agency that I'm a member of. So yeah, get in touch with Katie if, if you have special travel considerations, she can help you out. She's got the insider info and experience to, to help you out.
1: That's awesome. They, I'm so, that's great. I, I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Yeah, I'm
0: super stoked that's for So cool USA Today. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> there's even a picture in there of uh, her, her husband, and her daughter. That's
1: awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll link uh, oh, her candy. Instagram and her email in the uh, in the That'd show notes. That'd be great. All right, next headline: Shanghai Disneyland closing indefinitely, March 21st, due oh. to COVID 19. Wow. Indefinitely. Right off the yeah.
1: Shanghai is like the super beautiful. That's one of that's, the newest.
0: Yeah, it's the newest Disney Disneyland park I in it China, was still Shanghai, doing... China.
1: Oh. That's true, though. Um,
0: closing when? Uh, tomorrow, Monday, or, or when our listeners hear this today. What? Monday, uh, March 21st. Permanently? Indefinitely. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I feel like you already said false. I'll have to go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> it was a quick false, though. I did.
1: I did. I don't but then think I finished that, reading I the headline. I paid attention to that last Then you said. Yeah. Indefinitely, not permanently. And I heard it as
0: "impermanently," permanently, permanently mm. the first time. Gotcha. True. This is true. This news dropped like an hour ago. So uh, <gasps> that's huge. Sunday just Sunday like, afternoon, yeah.
1: Our shadowing. So I just to, briefly, I was like, there's no way because of the park, and yeah. there's been like no hint of this. Well. And then when I, I'm glad I asked you to repeat it because that change in words
0: yeah I paid attention to so there hasn't been ton maybe wow. in our news but in China COVID is surging it's
1: again yeah. so you know
0: that like how China kind of put the wraps on COVID first and, and pretty strongly yeah. so I'm guessing there's still a lot of people without immunity to it and it's it's going pretty strong in china so yeah they said due to the current pandemic situation shanghai disney resort including shanghai disneyland downtown and wishing star park will be temporarily closed from monday march 21st so they said temporarily closed but they didn't give a a, an end date so you can use the word indefinitely there yeah Yeah. we will continue to monitor the pandemic situation and consult local authorities and will notify guests as soon as we have confirmed date to resume operations
1: wow
0: so yeah china is fighting its biggest wave of locally transmitted COVID cases since it contained the initial outbreak
1: wow i yeah. mean we're just we just this is just
0: wow so shanghai shut schools launched a citywide testing program and has seen dozens of residential compounds sealed off for at least 48 hours they're locking it down that
1: got really bad in the last even month then i mean that's wow
0: yeah real recent this opposed to here in the states, they just announced this past week a little free news item for you. Masks are no longer required on the Skyliner or the uh, the transport shuttle from uh, the Halcyon to the two. So oh, it's wow. it's really just the bus and the monorail. You have to wear a mask at Disney World now.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, and, and this within the last month here, yeah, even schools. Interesting, you know how you can be in different places battling the same thing.
0: Yeah. You ready for the next headline? Mm-hmm. It's another sad one. Not quite as sad as Pandemic.
1: But yeah, that's a sad.
0: Still sad. Victoria and Albert's will not reopen.
1: That's a super fine, that's like as fine dining as you get in terms of fine dining, period.
0: Yeah, it's up there. It in like, Disney like World, it's to... definitely the, mo- the finest dining in Disney World. The only Disney, Disney World restaurant with a Michelin star, I believe.
1: Yeah, but still, like even outside of Disney, that's like one of the highest.
0: Yeah, it has a Michelin star. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just thinking to permanently close, that's a really big decision. So maybe though, even, even though people are going to Disney and getting out more, they're not spending that money. Mm, mm, mm. But it's also
0: hard to think that they would be permanently closed. This is a
1: tough one. Yeah,
0: you're staring at my face. You're trying really hard to get a read. False. This is false. Nice work. You sniffed it out. <laughs> so they actually announced that Victoria and Albert's will reopen later this year. Oh, Yeah. yay. No, no date, but it's coming back.
1: All right. Yeah. That's
0: exciting. On the sad side, something was actually announced that will not reopen. <gasps> was yeah. it food? It is food. This Well, the Spirit of Aloha, like, luau show. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was the one we had heard some good things about. Yeah, the, oh. at the Polynesian. They have yeah. it at the Polynesian
0: on the beach. That is not coming back. And that's because where that is, they're building a new DVC tower for the Polynesian.
1: Oh, Polynesian BBC, thats probably gonna
0: be really nice. Well, it's funny you say that. It looks nice, but it—I don't know. Some people, there's a lot. Some, some of the people who tend more towards negative outlooks on Disney say it looks just like a like a Hampton Inn, like it's kind of just
1: okay. like a
0: fancy-looking hotel. It doesn't look too like Polynesian-themed. Oh,
1: okay. But
0: you know, I don't think concept art always captures exactly what something looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see what it looks like and. I'm not a DVC member, so I'm not terribly concerned about the. Thing. I mean, I like things that Disney World should be heavily themed. Right. right. Because that's what makes it Disney World. <laughs> right, right. But um, I'm not sweating it right now. Right. Are you sweating it after no. that little info? Mm-hmm. No. No. You want to talk no, it out? You it can was, talk it out.
1: I'm more bummed about Shanghai. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that Victoria Albert's isn't closing because that is something I would be interested in doing at some point in Disney.
0: Yeah. All right, last one. Mm-hmm. Tumble Monkeys returning to the Festival of the Wine King show this summer. True. Yeah, it is true. Tumble Monkeys. So yes. this, this has come up a couple times in our news segment. <laughs> every, every time Tumble Monkeys pops Tumble. up in my feed. Today in Tumble Monkey, dudes. <laughs> yeah, so they, they did like a teaser video. They showed uh, a, like someone putting the chalk on their hands and saying, you know, we're coming back.
1: Yay. So, yeah, they,
0: they're beloved, man. They are. They are. And they've been at you've they've been uh, hiring for acrobatics you know for a while that's what's come yeah. up on the news yeah. yes so yes. finally it's been announced they're back
1: yay uh,
0: alright that finishes up highly suspect headlines very nice work Autumn very right. very discerning eye on the news items this week pretty good did I get them all right
1: uh, yes <laughs> One, 100% correct woo woo
0: by my accounting Okay.
1: All right. So I have some really interesting trivia today. I was really, again, it does really get harder and harder. One, because Justin does know a lot. And two, like, as you learn and cycle through and research, like, you find a lot that you've already used, you know? Mm -hmm. So it definitely gets harder and harder. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for the first one? I'm so ready for the first one. What's special about laundry in Disney?
0: What's special about laundry in Mm -hmm. Disney? Well, I think you buy it as a package right washer dryer and detergent they all come together for one price that you pay There's, okay you're
1: that's, that's not, not it answer. that's 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 a thing but that's um, not
0: it laundry is not coin operated it's Build through your card. Yeah, a
1: little closer.
0: All right, what else is special about? Uh, each resort has laundry facilities. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not that uncommon. No. Oh, the dryers mm-hmm. will text you when it's done. Ding ding ding! There
1: Correct. Is. That's it. Wow, I know more than Smart. I thought I knew you about know. laundry at
0: Disney World. <laughs> you
1: just don't
0: have so Weird. I've never yeah. done laundry at Disney World either.
1: Yeah. Wait. We yeah. have it. You, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it, you can get. Texts when it's done mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool smart laundry system it's a smart laundry system that's what I meant to say yeah
0: so here's a question for you number two you ready Wait, can, can I just say yes I'm just so sick of these dumb laundry systems <laughs> I just wish they were all smart like our dryer is like it's not the brightest bulb <laughs> it just buzzes <laughs> never text me I'm sorry continue
1: well it's funny though yeah right when you think about the advances and other things mm-hmm. Like our laundry is still pretty much what it's been since we've had, oh, uh, like electricity, right? I it's know. some form of a washer. No, you go
0: down to the creek and you scrub it every Saturday <laughs> and Sunday <laughs> with lye. It takes you too long, but you get it done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I agree, laundry stinks. It's my least, literally my least, and I don't mind. I like things clean. I clean, but like I give, I have no care to yeah. do laundry. Yeah. Justin does, no, so noticed. that works
0: out. I've noticed. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So, are you ready for number two?
0: I'm ready for number two. Uh,
1: what connection do the Beatles have uh, to Disney?
0: Oh, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Peter Jackson directed the latest uh, biography about them, uh, and that ended up on Disney+. Plus. That would have been a good one, but that's not it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what other connection they would have. The Beatles, I don't know a ton about the Beatles, but they always struck me as kind of like an anti-establishment kind of thing. Um, mm, but so maybe this is, Disney an... today hasn't always been as much of an establishment, I mean Disney hasn't always been as much of an establishment organization as it is today. Like I'm Walt sure. was kind of like a renegade back in the day when he started doing what he was doing. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, this was really, uh, this is interesting and stumped me. If you
0: knew this, I was like, all right, whoa, so the, like, take a they, guess, though. Yeah, absolutely. So the Beatles actually influenced the Fab Four. Uh, George Harrison was Mickey. <laughs> Ringo was Goofy. Is this right? The, I want it to be yeah. right, Justin. I okay. really want it yeah, to be right. Yeah, my timeline doesn't it. exactly work out.
1: That's not it. Okay, so listen up. And those of you that are really big Beatles or Disney fans, maybe you know this. So the Beatles actually broke up. They signed the paperwork oh, to disband Polynesian. at the Polynesian. I knew this. Oh, you did not do that? Yes. Yeah. At the I Polynesian. was like, what? Steps away from Magic Kingdom. All right yep yep picked up the pen signed it I in knew disney that. world i completely forgot that was just like wow yeah
0: wow,
1: wow that's huge
0: i mean to beat just to like happen to be there and go, like Do you think it go was because through that then it wasn't really yoko ono it was actually uh, a fight over corn dogs at, at casey's corner <laughs> that's what it was. george got the last oh, corn and figment, dog And
1: figment popcorn
0: yeah buckets oh definitely played a role <laughs> but ringo is like oh, I, I wanted that corn dog <laughs> you always get the corn dog
1: Uh, that was it. That was it. It's really funny. So we have here in the book, Instamatic Karma, uh, photographs of John Lennon paying. The author said he, Lennon, finally picked up his pen and the unlikely backdrop of the Polynesian Village Hotel Mm -hmm. at Disney World ended the greatest rock and roll band in history by simply um, scrolling John Lennon at the bottom of the page. Wow. Wow. All right. Ready for number three? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. What's special about
0: Disney after it closes? What's special about Disney after it closes? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna let you guess and if it's if I didn't, I might have not said that given enough there.
0: After it closes at night. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of maintenance done after it closes that night. Uh, a lot of the rides are maintained at that time. Mm. So what does that mean? There's I a crew. Need. There's like a night crew that comes in and cleans, fixes, does maintenance ding, and Ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, Yeah, so there's That's a whole third at. shift night yeah. crew. So the entire time the park is closed, that entire shift, yeah, it's not just security. There's tons of cast members that are working for various reasons. So it's actually, if you have the opportunity ever right, to be there, it's not like as like cold and dark and lonely. It's pretty,
0: would you, <laughs> it would you has take, a
1: vibrancy at
0: night. <laughs> would you take a third shift Disney job?
1: absolutely that's what the i don't want to be oh, sh- i know that would exactly be a, i am i've always been fascinated in like how things happen when it comes to entertainment and yeah. shows and yeah. i used to work backstage in like middle school and high school i would have I, that's exactly what i yeah. want to do i
0: think that's a whole different kind of magic when you get to see yes. how the show is put on
1: yeah
0: i would uh, i love
1: nighttime i think there's just I, I like for me i'm a night person i'm not a morning person
0: third shift jobs do are correlated with uh, lower life expectancy though that's true uh but yeah give me a toothbrush some soapy water put me in splash mountain i'll go to town
1: i know right even like not forever but just for a little bit yeah Okay, ready for the last one, number four. I'm ready. Okay. What infamous speech was given at Disney's Contemporary Resort?
0: I feel like this is another one that I know.
1: I think, I've never heard you say it, but you might know it. If you knew the Beatles one, Uh, you might
0: know this. All right, can I get a hint?
1: This is a person that did some very questionable things. That's very well known.
0: Oh, yes. I do know this one. Uh, This is where Nixon gave his concession speech was it not his concession the speech that he was going to step down his uh I'm leaving speech no 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 this isn't where he said he was going to leave this is where he said he was not a crook yes but wasn't that the same speech maybe didn't he say I'm not a crook mm-hmm. but I'm still leaving
1: what, what no, I don't know. It's, it's just the I am not a, a crook speech, which took place from a ballroom at Disney's Contemporary Resort, which is really interesting. So this that speech was um, in response to the Watergate scandal, of course. He resigned less than a year later, but oh, okay. he didn't resign at that point. Okay. My mind was blown. It says here Nixon, Nixon was actually very fond of the Disney parks, and he dedicated and was one of the first to ride the Disneyland Monorail. Did you All know right. that he did? De- did you know that?
0: No, I didn't. He yeah. was, he was the first one to ride.
1: He's the first one to ride, and he dedicated the Disneyland monorail at its wow. grand opening in 1959.
0: Nixon, Nixon. not Reagan. <laughs>
1: not Reagan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Nixon. Huh. Okay. That's something else. That's amazing. So I do just because this is a person. I got this information from a person we follow. Who who did you get it from? Disney Food Blogs. Oh, Okay. That's an interesting. Yeah, yeah. Thing about like interesting facts and and I yeah these were these are pretty awesome. I. I'm trying seen to figure out
0: where I had got that info from because I think they were presented together, but I don't think it was DFB. Disney Food Blogs is great though. Yeah, I, really I was kind. like, oh, this is so. Cool.
1: But so the the Beatles one and the Nixon one to me was like, wow. Okay. So Justin, you did awesome. How are you feeling after
0: those? for today i'm feeling unstoppable autumn i have (laughs) i have a question for you though yeah how did it turn out with nixon was he a crook was he a crook justin (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna turn that question back to you let's look that up later i'm gonna look at his wikipedia Mm -hmm. i'm gonna find out if he turned out he was a crook or not Mm -hmm.
1: because
0: i know he said like you said at that speech he's like no not a a crook yeah but you know I'm going to check. I'm going to look at his Wiki, Wikipedia. Yeah. See. If, or if anyone here knows, uh, go ahead and email us <laughs> in easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Kind of dying to figure out how that turned out. Right? Was he a crook? Well,
1: I think what amazed me was, like, I got I didn't realize how big Disney has been, like, in terms of, like, leaders of the different worlds and, and countries and, sure. like, you know what I mean? That it was, like, we go to Disney, right? Yeah. Or that, that Disney. I, had, I was oh. really, and I still am very amazed at that. Like... What Disney means, like whether you are a fan of Disney or not, it's a pretty big deal. when You have again oh world leaders, huge, yeah. right? Some of the first or biggest in entertainment and, and making and a point and to like go
0: there. Scientific advances. If you look at um, amazed, it was the first place that Stephen Urkel actually demonstrated his technology to transform <laughs> into Stefan.
1: Into Stefan, that, that was Stéphane.
0: Epcot. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So like, huge <laughs> things have happened at Disney World.
1: And also, Disneyland, where Phil Dunphy got, um, you know, infamously sick.
0: (laughs) That was a big mess. It was a
1: big mess. So yeah, I uh, thank you to DFB for those tremendous facts. Also, if you're listening, we would love to have you on and hear about your experiences at at Disney.
0: You're talking about what? Disney Food Blog. We'll work on that. Okay. You You gotta aspire for greatness, right? Yes. All right, Autumn. It's time for Mailbag. Okay. So we actually got a we got something in from Hollywood, California. Remember, we asked the question, um, "What is an overall deal?" We got a message here from Sean from Hollywood, and he says, "Overall deal is an industry term."
1: Oh.
0: Um, he didn't know what it meant. Yeah. So it wasn't a very helpful message, <laughs> but it is indeed an industry term. <laughs>
1: That's great.
0: Okay. He's new to Hollywood, so he doesn't know all the terms (laughs) and their meanings just yet. But it's an industry term. It is an industry term. In entertainment. In entertainment, yeah. An entertainment industry term. Huh. We also got a good amount of feedback on how to pronounce that word H E I R. (laughs) Air. Yeah, and everyone says that's how you say it. (laughs) Could you say it one more time? Air. There it is. (laughs) Can you say that word to the throne just for context?
1: heir to the throne.
0: Yeah, I can't say those words. But you said it right and everyone agrees that you're right and that I should take diction lessons. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for all the contributions this week. Yes. I I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, please write into to at gmail.com or just go right over to easydizit.com, Fill out the form, the contact us form. Or if you're an Instagram user, just at easydizzit. It's that easy.
1: (laughs) That's right. Yeah, please reach out to us. We love hearing from all of you
0: mm-hmm.
1: questions jokes we love jokes uh thoughts corrections right because yeah. i mean we we strive for accuracy on the podcast but we're human yeah. so like all those things we really uh welcome and encourage yeah
0: i don't encourage corrections keep it to yourself i'll just delete it <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we'll be back with a with our genie plus and lightning lane strategy yes. for hollywood studios Woo! stick around Let's talk about Lightning Lanes at Hollywood Studios. All right. Autumn, you, so when you went to Hollywood Studios, it was before the expansion. There was Toy Story Land, but... There was Toy Story
1: Land, and it was before uh, Lightning Lanes.
0: Yes, there were Fast Passes, yes. Fast passes. So now there's actually 16 different opportunities to use wow. a Lightning Lane at Hollywood Studios. For the shows, yes, it gives you access to like a special viewing area and like a guaranteed seat. Uh, usually not a great use of your pass.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah, it's something you can just you can get a seat to easily without using that up for sure. Exactly. But it does have I feel like the few things that Hollywood Studios did have were very
0: popular. Yes, and that's still the case. There are some very popular rides in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. And that's actually going to contribute to some of the weirdness Mm. about Hollywood Studios. So first, we're going to talk about Genie Plus time-saving at Hollywood Studios at different crowd levels. So low crowd days, medium crowd days, and high crowd days. And Then we're going to run the easy-dizzy algorithm to estimate how much time we might save, you and I, our family, and if it would be worth it to us. And then last, we're going to talk a little bit about um, speed strategy for some, making those that first uh, genie plus selection. It's especially important at Hollywood Studios because of if you plan on riding Slinky Dog Dash.
1: So I have a question because you said that um, you're going to base this off of different population times, like low, medium, high crowd level times.
0: What does like how would somebody know that though? Like what? Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, touring plans blog they have the data and they have the numbers mm. okay this is where i go to for most of my information because they're basing it on empirical data right sure. there's a lot of websites you can go to and they're going to give you their opinion and their opinions are you know better than my opinions without data because they're there in the parks you know testing these hypotheses that they have yeah. but what torrent plans is going to do is derive their yeah. decisions from data and that's going to lead to some very interesting conclusions at times yeah uh, it's going to lead to some things that might be different than if you just go based on assumptions. To answer your question, yes. the crowd calendar that I would recommend using yeah. to determine if it's going to be a low, medium, or high crowd day is the touring plan's crowd calendar. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's great. Cool, did you have a question? Yes, I was just
1: gonna say you said empirical data and getting that, but I was just wondering if you could I don't know, yeah. g- explain more about what that means. It sure. sounds it sounds like you're saying that what they do is have data on the strategy, right? On the crowd. So what and then they, they go and then they test.
0: Well actually so what that. Touring Plans has is an app that people use to navigate the parks. In this app you can record your wait time. Uh, whether that's for the standby line or lightning lane. So they're actually able to make these comparisons. So their data isn't just based on using um, the lightning lane for the highest wait time. It's used. It's, they talk about using the lightning for the highest differential between lightning lane and standby. So if your standby right. is 20 minutes and your lightning lane is only five minutes, then you save 15 minutes. Right. And that's how we're going to talk about these in terms of time savings. Right. Got it. And really, it's just Touring Plans that has this information right now. Touring Plans and Disney, but Disney's not sharing their information.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I know Touring Plans has done the uh, research and the testing.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'll also use, so in addition to Touring Plans, I'll use uh, information from Disney Tourist Blog to kind of fill in some of the holes that uh, the Touring Plans data has. Okay. So, okay, step one is to look across low, medium, and high crowd days. So Autumn, if you were listening the last time we were talking about this, and, and maybe just based on your own assumptions, when do you think Lightning Lanes or Genie Plus with Lightning Lanes would be most valuable to the user in, in terms of low, medium, or high crowd days? When would you be most likely to buy Lightning Lane?
1: On a higher crowd day. On a
0: higher crowd day, and I think that's, that would be like a pretty good assumption, right? Mm-hmm. Lines are longer, you're going to need to skip to the front of the line more, more often. And that is the general advice. Right. And even on the um, epi- two episodes ago when we talked about lightning lane strategy, I said, usually that's the case. And yeah. I very intentionally use the word usually because at Hollywood Studios, that is not the case. Mm. And it, and that's when I said before, it was a little weird. Here, you're actually going to have your most time savings in low attendance, Interesting, uh, and it and it scales the other in the other direction. Mediums okay. in the middle, and then for high attendance days, still usually very much worth it. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, let's let's just go through those numbers. Okay. So these numbers are based on some assumptions. The assumption being that um, well, you're going to go for the most popular attractions first, right? And 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 get the genie passes uh, for those most popular attractions as you go.
1: Rock and roller coasters, Slinky Dog Dash. Exactly. Tower of Terror. Um, that's right. Tower of Terror. I like, was seeing it in my Mi- mind. Mickey
0: and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, those are the top That you're going to want to ride all these and you're going to go with the most popular mm-hmm. ones first. Now, we know that not everyone does that and that's why we're going to go over our individualized strategy next. But okay. first, we're going to use these assumptions just to get some comparison numbers. Okay. So at low crowd levels, when the standby lines are shorter, lightning lanes don't book out so quick. So remember how we talked about how lightning lanes book out? Yes. The uh, real popular rides go quick, right? And you book like the first hour a day, then they book the second hour, and so on. So the more popular rides, you get later return times and book out quicker. Right. Yeah, in a low crowd level situation, you have a better shot at getting more of them. And at Hollywood Studios in particular, because the Mm -hmm. time difference is so great, getting more of them actually leads you to an overall higher average amount of time saved. So in a low in a huh. yeah in a low crowd level situation, of yep. course, in this touring plans blog simulation they did, you can save on average about two and a half hours of waiting in that low crowd level scenario.
1: Two and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I need to let that information simmer. I don't know if I'm making the connection yet.
0: Yeah. Picture it this way. Low, I need a visual. Low, low crowd level. Yep. But very popular rides. Yes. Not a ton of very popular rides, like Magic right. Kingdom. Right. But like six very popular rides. Okay. Lines are always long.
1: But if it's a low crowd, so they'll be long, right? But if it's a low crowd, you'd think people would ride them. They're not going to book out as fast. Exactly. So then they're going to ride them again?
0: Not going to ride them again, but maybe I can get uh-huh. six lightning lane passes on that day. Mm. Uh, On average. Okay. So the idea here is at Hollywood Studios, when the crowds levels are lower, you can get more lightning lanes because you'll see when the when the crowds get high, it's really hard to book lightning lanes. Yeah. And I posted a survey on Reddit asking this question, and people were mad about the fact that they only got one or two lightning lanes.
1: Okay, so it's yeah, it's harder to get lightning lanes when there's more people. I -hmm. understand that in general, like Mm -hmm. regardless of the park, there's more people wanting it, it's gonna be harder to get it. But if there's not a lot of rides in that are like uh, lightning lane worthy, yeah, would it make sense to spend that money if the crowds are still low? No, because
0: yes. you could just because you're still you're still saving time and the crowds are low. Mm-hmm. Well, you may save less for each individual ride mm-hmm. due to the fact that you could get five or six of them, you'll save more time. Mm-hmm. Because there's okay. Because you're getting more lightning lanes. When you do the math in Hollywood Studios, it works out to more time saved. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. Huh.
0: All right. So then, on medium crowd level days, lightning lanes are going to start booking up quicker. Right. So you won't get as many as low crowd days, but on average in this simulation, you'll save 132 minutes. Wow. So you went from 152, 153 to 132. Now on high crowd days. Uh, On average, people are only snagging two to three lightning lanes, according to touring plan blogs.
1: That sounds about right. Well. That sounds about right. That's what I would have guessed. You would have guessed two to three? If you triviaed me on that?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If
1: you Jay Stumps aid me on that one, I would have got that correct.
0: Well, I mean, we're talking about Slinky Dog Dash booking out in minutes. Well, all those it's rides gone. are hours. It's gone we in minutes. You can wait for
1: hours at any point, pretty much now. Well, most of those rides that we
0: mentioned. Yeah, and on a high crowd day, you're going to be waiting hours. Yeah. Exactly. On average, people are only snagging two to three lightning, lightning and that lines up with the information we got from that Reddit survey, where Correct. a big chunk of people said one to two. The most right. people said three to four, but a big chunk of people said one to two. Um, average time saving, though, for those two to three attractions, is still 114 minutes still mm-hmm. almost two hours you're saving in line right If going on just this would you say it would be worth for our family if we were gonna if everyone was riding these big rides on yeah, a high crowd day right do you think it would be worth 60 bucks to save two hours in line
1: wow no. that's i mean that's 30 dollars basically an hour mm. it gets you you're saving time in like two only two of those rides but there's also other rides you could do. So I think it's still going to yeah. decrease your overall amount of
0: rides. Exactly. So the, that two hours That's that correct. you're not in line, you could be on a different ride. You could be waiting in a different line or shopping or seeing a play or something, seeing one of the shows. Sure. So yeah, two hours not in line kind of equates to two hours more Disney experiences. It might be two hours on a different line. I just
1: want to think it was $60. That could get us a lightsaber.
0: No. <laughs> Maybe like a cheap no. toy lightsaber, but a real oh, lightsaber is right, like $220.
1: 220 Yeah. Scratch that. It could get a, a meal
0: It could get for us all of us. A quick service meal together, yeah. For sure.
1: Or just some snacks, you know, like...
0: Seven pretzels. <laughs> seven
1: pretzels, <laughs> a drink. I mean, on one hand, because our kids are younger... And waiting in line is hard right they just they're building they're learning how to be able to do that
0: yeah
1: like i can see how the money might be worth it yeah value wise yeah but that's 60 dollars for two hours is tough i i am inclined to go do something else because i don't need to go on like roller coaster rides that are gonna have that long wait
0: yeah it's i think it's kind of questionable questionable i can get why some people were mad Especially if you're just looking at the number of lightning lanes, they might not recognize that it's saved them two hours. But if you, I got two lanes for, and I paid $75 for my family of five. Right. You know, I can I can see them getting mad. But here, so let's let's individualize it for for our family now, though. Okay, okay. we're gonna use the easy digit algorithm. All right. So it's a little bit different from the Magic Kingdom algorithm. On a high crowd day, we're going to be conservative and pick two, or hopeful and pick three, or on a low or medium crowd day, we're just gonna pick four. Would you want to go on a high crowd day or a medium or low crowd day?
1: I'm gonna want to go on a low crowd day because <laughs> I was spoiled. In the very first day I went to Hollywood Studios, it was like like very low like a really bad storm so it was like empty like yeah. we would turn a corner and like not see anybody you yeah. see like five like you could count the number of
0: people I it was think really dead we showed we up <laughs> after <laughs> the rain on a crowd level 3 it day it was still raining it was a crowd was level still... 3 day anyway that was oh, cool. oh, it wasn't oh. going to be busy anyway yes yeah all right so let's do that and let's do pick 4 and the reason why I'm not saying pick 5 or 6 is because we're going to go ahead and use average times so the yeah. difference isn't going to be that great. It's kind of baked into the algorithm. You're just going to have to trust me on this or email me if you think I'm wrong. gmail. That sounds
1: right based on what you said the average is, yeah. right, for a low, medium, and high crowd day, like the average amount of lightning links light you
0: can get. Well, on a low crowd day, you're going to get more than four. Sure. Your, if, you, if you do it efficiently. Okay. But those... Those wait times on a low crowd day are going to be less than the averages we're going to use. So that's why I say oh. it's kind of baked into the formula here. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying let's do two to three with high crowds day is because I just want to be extra conservative yeah. in that.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So we're going to go on a low crowd day. We're going to pick four. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing that we did last time. You can go over to the touringplans.com link I have in the show notes. It's uh, The name of the post is how much time will I save with Genie? So there's a graph on the page right? (laughs) And it lists all the rides in all of Walt Disney World that are worth using for uh, Lightning Lanes. That's awesome. And they're all combined. So you'll have to be looking for the Hollywood Studios rides, and you're going to pick your must-do rides from the top going down. Pick your, your top four rides from the top going down. Alternatively, you can go over to... Disney Tourist Blog, I have the link there in the show notes, and they actually, you could just use their selections, because their selections are a little bit different than what you would get using touring plans, graphs, just looking at the descending number of wait time. Uh, Disney Tourist Blog works in some like current park considerations that I I think are pretty, pretty good to look at. So either one is good. Let's go ahead and use, for our example, let's use the Disney Tourist Blog link. Okay. So their number one recommendation is Slinky Dog Dash. So me, you, three-and-a-half-year-old Darwin, and your dad are going. Darwin, <laughs> let's for this, let's say Darwin is just tall enough to ride Slinky Dog
1: Dash. Just tall enough. Okay, so we're using this to pick for us. I got really excited about picking.
0: <laughs> just you? <laughs>
1: Well, I thought you were going to ask me what are the top four rides in Hollywood Studios you want to do, but you're using this. I'm using this list. I got, no, I got it. I just was caught off guard because I was
0: But because these lists (laughs) is kind of arranged in the order of popularity, what you can do is say yes or no, and we're going to make a personalized top four list for our family. So that is what we're going to do. All right, so Slinky Dog Dash.
1: That's number one. Are we doing it? I'm asking you. Uh, yeah, we're doing it.
0: Doing it? Okay, so Slinky Dog Dash, we got one mickey and minnie's runaway mm. railway absolutely yes i put that before so, you so this one's kind of tricky i don't have data on this one in terms of how much mm. minute it will save us Because it just switched over to Disney Plus, the best I could do was look at an older article from about a month ago. Genie Plus. Yeah. Oh, did I say Disney Plus? Mm -hmm. It just switched over to Genie Plus. The best I could do was look at the Lightning Lane time savings, which was about forty-two minutes. Oh wow! uh, Which I expect to be maybe a little bit lower than that. So let's say thirty minutes. Let's be safe and say thirty minutes.
1: Sure, I'm comfortable with that. I don't know what the Pre ride or the queue looks like for that, but I imagine it's probably cool. Yeah. For Mickey's yeah. runaway railway.
0: Yeah. So you're saying we'll miss it with the lightning thing?
1: Yeah, if it's cool. Like, I'm down with waiting. I don't, I'm, I feel like I have a higher tolerance than most people for waiting.
0: I understand that. Unless, for me, unless so the queue <laughs> is like especially cool, I'd rather save extra time. I'd, I'd, I'd default towards just saving more time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, But so, do we have to ride Mickey and Minnie? I think your answer there was. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, above Slinky Dog.
0: All right, so Slinky Dog, we're gonna say fifty-seven minutes, and Mickey and Minnie, we're gonna say thirty. So that's an important distinction you make, above or below. I think it's important to to look at these in terms of their popularity for when you're gonna book them. But even if it's really popular, if you don't want to ride it, then don't include it. Yeah, but Slinky that would be (laughs) always too much
1: time and money.
0: It would. Yeah. Uh, All right, so next one. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror.
1: Oh well, no! I mean, you're no, not running I'm, that ride.
0: <laughs> I think you,
1: you, maybe my dad. Yeah,
0: but would we? So but exactly. would we use a Genie Plus reservation if we weren't all going to ride it? Probably not. I think we just you say no could. on this one. Yeah,
1: I'd say no.
0: I think we say no on this one. Uh, and Darwin's not tall enough to ride that anyway.
1: No, um, she would not. She's she not be. ready for that ride for yeah, a while.
0: She's not. <laughs> uh, we took her down the wagon and the hill in the back today. A very. Uh, shallow incline and she was losing it man. <laughs> she's like whoa <laughs> all right next one millennium falcon smugglers run
1: yeah definitely
0: you want to do that one it is a really cool ride it is a simulator ride which i know oh is not uh-huh. yeah
1: but well, how kind of what kind of simulation though
0: it's it's better than star tours in terms of oh. it's but it's also very interactive so you don't have to be looking at the screen the entire time oh there's lots of buttons to push
1: Oh, so if you can't nauseous, you can like yeah. nauseous. Oh, we put you most... in the
0: back as an engineer, and you don't even have to look at the screens; just concentrate <laughs> on the buttons. Just... Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we'll do that. Yes. Okay. So, so, f- and that one, the estimated time saving is thirty-seven. So so far, we have Slinky Dog Dash at fifty-seven, Mickey and Minnie at thirty, Millennium Falcon at thirty-seven. Okay. Uh, next one: Rock and Roller Coaster. Starring oh, Aerosmith. So I
1: want to be cool enough. To, I I love this. I do. I'm like this is all right. I love, but like yeah, the way that my body reacts to motion makes me very nervous to go on it. But like this is the one roller coaster in Disney that I do
0: like. I'm excited to
1: make myself go on it at some
0: point. Yeah. Well, Dara wouldn't be tall enough to ride this one. No, it goes. Yeah, it goes we too We could fast do. I I wouldn't mind doing rider swap on this one though. If you were down. If you were down. But no, what you do don't mean think by so. ri- what's rider swap? Oh, rider swap. Let's what save that, that for another episode. Okay. We'll save that for another episode. My dad,
1: my dad would like that. He's going. Yeah. You and I feel like it's worth it to, to have you two go on it. Honestly.
0: Yeah, but maybe not with a genie plus thing. It's going to mess up our strategy. Okay. And there's other rides we can do together. Okay. Uh, so the next one is going to be Toy Story Mania.
1: Yes. And I
0: kind of know you're you're down with that one.
1: That was so cool, and we met a really nice family on that. Bit. So yeah.
0: So on average, that one will save us 32 minutes. So now let's add all these up.
1: And this is adding them compared to if we didn't have the lightning time.
0: Exactly. Because I don't know the difference. Exactly. And now, so here's the thing. like These times I'm going to be using are averages across low to high park attendance. Mm-hmm. But we're figuring this for a low park attendance, and that's why we're selecting four. So in this calculation, in this easy digit algorithm, we are being conservative. On this day, we stand to save, on average, about 157 minutes. Wow. By using the Lightning Lane for Slinky Dog Dash, Mickey and Minnie Re- Railway, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and Toy Story Mania.
1: Hundred and fifty-seven
0: minutes. Yeah, that's that two and a half hour mark.
1: I was gonna say, hey, yeah, this one almost yeah. three hours.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it really it depends. It, we can't get an accurate guess. There is not going to be none of these it's are an predictive. Average, right. This is just a tool to help us decide if if it's worth it or not. Right. So do you think that for sixty dollars, saving hundred and fifty-seven minutes or an, uh, two and a half hours would be worth it?
1: For what was the cost, against?
0: Sixty. Well, fifteen dollars each, so sixty-four dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because tax. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, it's tough. I'm thinking of, like, the two there that I'm really most excited about on this are Mickey and Minnie's Run Railway and Toy Story Ride. <laughs> I don't know. The Toy Story Ride had a cool queue. It's air conditioned, too.
0: Yeah. I think. Wait. Or does it go outside sometimes?
1: Like you said, it is time. I'm re- I'm torn. Like, I could see where... Yes, and I could also see where no. Like, I feel like based on those rides that I would be excited about and our family, I feel like I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I almost feel like I'm torn. I feel torn.
0: In my opinion, 100% do it.
1: I feel that. I get it for the cost, the time that you would save. I mean, that's nice. Like, thinking about like being able to, like, say, walk Two in cars and, the hours. and some... kind of just go, right, 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 and okay. just go. But a lot of them you are not in the hot sun. Slinky
0: Dog name. Dash is what I'm thinking of. Dog I think Dash I would pay the $60 just to avoid that cue. That
1: I, I do. I feel like in Magic Kingdom, for me, I think it would be more worth it because sure. there's so many more rides. So, so many, many rides, rides for that you I there. Do. Yeah, I get that. For for well, Hollywood Studios, I'm just like.
0: Do you really? You don't want to stand. I can in... get
1: some really nice snacks, and I'm cool.
0: But you don't. And I get <laughs> that there are more rides that you like, and I get why that would like make me more willing to spend money because there are rides that I like. But you don't want to spend time in lines for rides you don't like either. And if you're stuck with us, then you're stuck with us. Right. I mean, you don't have to wait in the line, I guess, but.
1: No, yeah, right. I could wait less time for a ride that I'm not doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that.
1: Yeah, I'm not opposed. I just I do I really do feel kind of torn about it.
0: Yeah, well it's sixty bucks. That's not cheap. It is sixty dollars, but I think I would almost certainly get it here, especially on a low crowd day. And on a high crowd day, well I'm just gonna try and not go on a high crowd day. But I'd probably get it on a high crowd day too. That's to like, save that a, a hour like two and 13 whole minutes quick
1: service meals I'm just saying we could each get a quick service meal for $10 no?
0: but we pack that's snacks two. anyway so might as well sure. not get quick service bring in some sandwiches but then,
1: but then we could I don't know wait save line. it for
0: uh, I don't know other special treats we could have a sick Desserts two and a half dessert at Epcot we could have a sick two and a half hour picnic
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's true right? yeah 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 I'm torn I, I like thinking about this, though. I'm going to continue to think about it and see if I change my mind.
0: Yeah. and so can follow up. So definitely check out the Disney Tourist blog link for um, recommendations on, on which to pick. Now, let's just talk about how we're going to pick these, right? So at Hollywood Studios, especially if you want to go on Slinky Dog Dash, you need to wake up and be ready for 7 a.m. And you need to have be ready for yeah, so you, 7 a.m. Yeah. So be waking up at 6.45. If you have
1: little children, this won't be a problem. If you don't, if you have <laughs> adolescence really me you might want to practice this
0: <laughs> they don't need to be up yet you need to, be you need up. to be up. Yeah. yeah they don't need unless to unless
1: you're tasking them with doing it in their morning people
0: then they need to get up yeah <laughs> all right so what you're going to do is you're going to start with your po- most popular ride if you look at that list on disney tourist blog their recommendations basically are the most popular and, and down. You can either look at that or you can look at the graph on um, Touring Plan's blog. Okay. And you're going to start with your most popular, and that's going to be your first ride. Now, your first ride of the day is actually really important. Mm-hmm. So you need to book it at 7 mm-hmm. on the dot. To do it, I'm actually going to go ahead and recommend you... Take extra care. And these these are the, the speed strategy, is what they call it on the Disney Taurus blog website. Speed strategy. So it's kind of like when we had the queues for Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. a- and Web Slingers. Okay. You, you had to be ready and on. So you ha- need to have a good internet connection. Some places on the Disney property, the internet connection is not that great and you're better off using 5G. Sure. So do some internet speed tests the night before. Get yourself a fast spot. Number two. Yes. We're actually going to use the genie. You know that good-for-nothing genie travel planning service that, that's, that's no good? Oh, yeah. What You tell it what ride you want to ride, and then it doesn't send you there? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to tell it we want to ride one ride. We're going to set this up before 7 o'clock in the morning. And we're going to tell it we want to ride one ride. In this case, Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. We go through the whole thing. It's going to ask you questions and stuff. All you need to tell it, though, you want to ride Slinky Dog Dash and only Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. That's going to put Slinky Dog Dash at the top of your tip board. Mm -hmm. And your tip board is where you select your lightning lanes at 7 a.m. Oh, So it's going to be right there at the top for you. Okay. And it may seem silly, but these book out so quickly that that is a huge difference
1: yeah seconds
0: yeah it's milliseconds really it's milliseconds at 7 a.m exactly you're gonna pull down after you've added it to the tip board you're gonna pull down yes and refresh and at 7 a.m slinky dog or whatever your first one is yes click through book as quick as you can okay make sure that you have your party set up the night before so you don't have to mess with any of that if you get a slinky dog dash Especially, this is especially good on when it's very busy. If you get Slinky Dog Dash before eleven a.m., yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Basically, adding another selection to you. Yeah. Because if you get it later in the day, it's still good. You are going to ride Slinky Dog Dash with the crowd increase at around eleven o'clock, right? Well, that's the that's the next time you'll be able to book a lightning lane light. is mm-hmm. eleven o'clock, unless you tap in before eleven. Right. You can book your next lightning after you tap in or two hours after park opening. In this example, it would be 11.
1: After you tap in, meaning once you're in the line. Is exactly. that right?
0: Yeah. So if you, by some miracle and grace of Mickey, you get a, um, a 10 a.m. Slinky Duck Dash. Yes. You tap in at, at 10 a.m. or 9.55. Yes. And once you tap in, you can start looking, trying to get Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster.
1: Yeah. Bonus tip. I think we mentioned this, I don't remember, one of the last few episodes. A rope drop strategy. I don't know if you're planning on bringing this up. But so, yes, do all the things Justin just said, Right. But then, if you do really get there right an hour at least before the park opens, and you have a chance of being able to rope drop, you could potentially go right to Slinky Dog Dash yeah. and then ride it again if you say you have it at like nine or ten o'clock.
0: Even if you're at the back of that rope drop crowd, you could be waiting for forty-five minutes.
1: But then, if you like, say if there's enough time between that and then when you have it scheduled, if you have like a ten or eleven Slinky Dog, then mm-hmm. you should be able to ride it when the park opens and then do it again.
0: Oh, sure. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you could absolutely. So, since you brought it up, do you want me to give you a quick thumbnail of our day at Hollywood Studios? Yes. Because we are going to rope drop. We're going to take of a, course. a break in the middle of the day if we can with um, Lightning Lanes. I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. and I'm going to get a slinky dog dash. Okay. Got to get it. Uh, we're going to rope drop either Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster.
1: Oh, So it
0: would be me and your dad. Good. I got to ride one of those big ones.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I might also rope drop rise of the resistance if i have that slinky dog yeah because the thing about rise of the resistance is that is an individual lightning lane selection that's gonna cost 15 dollars each member of your party to get in that lightning lane so but ideally i would i would try and get on that at the end of the day in the last hour of the park oh sometimes they close it a little early so you have to be careful with that but i would try and get in the line towards the end of the the day okay if everyone in the park is ready interesting okay all right and that's it that's what i got on lightning lane strategy
1: i am i'm really glad we talked about this because there's several angles that i wouldn't have thought of especially with hollywood studios like you said because it has this very interesting mix of like kind of being a a, right a half day park but also having these extremely popular rides now which is a a huge shift no yeah and so it's just interesting. And then I'm thinking of just like even the layout of the park seems too, it's like just different than I feel like the structure of some of the other parks and, mm-hmm. and factoring that in like where you have to go for what.
0: Yeah, there's no um, cutting through.
1: No, no, yeah. no. So this is really interesting. And I'm going to take some more time and think about like maybe I'm not split <laughs> in terms of doing it for a day in terms of getting the, the Genie Plus but. It's interesting to think about.
0: Yeah. My takeaway from this is that data is cool and making database decisions is cool because you might end up zigging when other people are zagging. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I check like it out. That. Check out the links in the show notes. I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. If you have any disagreements, which there's a lot of room to disagree in this topic, please write in mm-hmm. or uh, message me at easydizzit on Instagram.
1: Yeah. We'd love to hear your. If you've been to Hollywood Studios recently too. Yeah. We'd love to yeah. hear it hear your experience. And and I hope that you stay tuned because I think our plan is to talk about lightning lane strategy in different parks. It's going to look very different, right?
0: That's the plan. That's the plan. All
1: right. Thanks everyone. See you next week.
0: Hey, thanks for listening today. If you want to check out our other episode on lightning lane strategy, check out episode 31. We introduce the algorithm there, talk about it in context of the Magic Kingdom. Check us out on Instagram at EasyDizzit. Email me at EasyDizzitPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like some help planning your next vacation, drop me a line. I'd be happy to talk to you about Disney Universal, wherever you want to go. Take care. And until next time, Easy Dizzit.